as you'll you know read in running against the odds that I kind of stumbled on running that became my outlet and and um, and my, my high school track coach became this father figure for me. So I was very fortunate to to find something to hold on to during those challenging times. And and I'm very thankful and I show a lot of gratitude for those who um, introduced me to the sport as well as those who supported me through it. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome everyone to our show today. I have a very exciting guest that has a unique story that I think you guys are really going to enjoy today. Today with me is Desmond Dunham and aka he's Coach Des, which I love that. I love the shortness of that. He is a youth sports expert with over two decades of coaching and teaching experience. He has successfully coached youth athlete teams in cross country, track, track and field, basketball, soccer, baseball, and flag football. So Coach Des has done obviously a lot. He's done some coaching internationally, and I'm going to let him share a little bit of that. But he's also a highly sought after speaker and local national youth sports conference, and and he he does conferences and workshops. So Desmond, (laughs) thank you for being here today. I appreciate it. And welcome to our show today. Hey, thank you so much, Donna, for having me. I mean, it's such a pleasure to be here. I have loved exactly what you're doing in terms thank of you. just helping to, you know, just for folks to find their passion, their their purpose, and just to develop that drive in life. And, and sometimes we, as adults, we forget, you know, what we're capable of doing this, and we have to reinvent ourselves. And um, and again, I just love what you're doing. So I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic to be here. Well, thank you. Well, I love what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. So take a, now I know you have a book that's out and it kind of that's shares a little bit of your story. Can you, can you take us back through some of the things that, and challenges and some of the things that you've kind of been through? I mean, you weren't always this national coach that is sought after like you are today. So can you take us back and share that? Yes. Yes. Um, so you know, my memoir, Running Against the Odds, um, I'm really transparent and, and very vulnerable. And this is probably the most uh, transparent I've been um, in my entire life. And, and one thing that I noticed is as I'm writing this book that took me a year and a half, I was really unpacking a lot of things that I might have just swept underneath the rug. And, and so um, it's broken into three parts where it chronicles my journey through childhood, um, my college days, and then culminating into this David versus Goliath story where I coach a team 
that's versus the Dominic Jamaicans at the Pin Relays Carnival. Uh, the Pin Relays is, um, it's like the, the Super Bowl of high school track and field here on the East Coast. It's held at the University of Pennsylvania and we went against the Jamaicans um, with a crowd of 40,000 spectating over thousands of live streaming. And, wow. um, and so, yeah, a lot of times, uh, you know, people now uh, refer to me as this national coach, but um, in running against the odds, I, I really um, uncover what my true DNA is and, and all the odds and obstacles that I had to overcome to, de to develop, to become the person I am, which, um, which you know, really uh, laid the, the, the foundation and the roots of who I became later as this national level coach. Wow, so, so now I know you had some challenges as you were kind of starting out. Um, share with us a little bit, can you share with us a little bit of those challenges you had? Oh, definitely, on? yes. Um, so, I mean, I started off as a young lad and I, I truly just really enjoyed school. And, um, and, and, and that was pretty much short lived with some of the things that I was dealing with. Um, I had a speech impediment um, that I had to deal with at a very early age. Um, and then I also uh, later um, had some issue, other issues with school, which became um, diagnosis dyslexia. And I think that what you know, made it even more difficult was during the time that I was struggling, um, it was undiagnosed. And so, um, and then wow. to add you know, another layer to that, I was also dealing with some issues at home with my dad who, um, you know, he, you know, gave a lot for our country. He, uh, you know, fought on the front line um, at the Vietnam uh, War. And I mean, he was responsible for carrying bodies and injured, you know, and wounded soldiers from off the battlefields. And, 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 and while he did a lot, you know, for our country, unfortunately, he, he, he brought some demons home with him. And, with that, um, it led him to uh, developing um, a habit with uh, alcohol use. And, and as a result of that, there was some abuse that my sister and I witnessed um, at, a, at a very early age. And we were a part of that sometimes. And so, um, you know, I, I was, you know, very fortunate that I had extended family that, that, that was there to help to try to support, um, but, um, as you'll you know, read in Running Against the Odds that I kind of stumbled uh, on running that became my outlet and, and, um, and my, my high school track coach became this father figure for me. So I was very fortunate to, to find something to hold on to during those challenging times. And, and I'm very thankful and I show a lot of gratitude for those who um, introduced me to the sport as well as those who supported me through it. Wow, that, that's an amazing story. So, so as you had this speech impediment, you did, you were not diagnosed. So you just thought I just, something's wrong with yeah. me or I don't, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm guessing that's probably what was going yeah. on through, you know, as a young kid in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, when, yeah. And, and, and during that time, kids were pretty harsh, you know, so oh, when, yeah. you're, when you're, when you're getting pulled out of class, um, you know, to, um, to help with, you know, your language and and reading. Um, unfortunately, you um, you're not as supported by your peers 
the way that you would hope to be. And, and I think if, when I fast forward where, um, you know, when I coach my teams now, you know, we, we don't, I mean, we don't care how fast or how slow you are. We're going to rally around you. And, and because everyone wants to feel love, everyone wants to feel supported. Um, but there were times that um, there were some, some guys that gave me a really hard time. They, they let me know that I was a little different from, from everyone else. Isn't that sad? That makes me sad, but I, I can totally relate with that as well. Cause Desmond, that, that also is my story. You know, I also had to take special classes and things like that as well. And, and so I, I can relate with that. I know what it feels like to have kids bully you and say things and, you know, treat you bad. And back then there was a lot of that. Yeah. So I can relate with that. So you were able though, to to kind of pull out of that, eventually probably diagnosed, but now you've got this situation with your dad coming home and, and having all of these things that you're dealing with as well. So as, as this young kid, how are you able to pull yourself from that situation and, and kind of keep moving you forward as, as this coach that you became? Yeah. You know, as, as I reflect on it, I, I remember, um, you know, I think I, I was in my eighth season coaching my own son in, in Little League Baseball. He started when he was four. I was always his coach. And I mean, we had thrown the ball tens of thousands of times. And and I remember one day he says, you know, dad, did you used to do this with your dad? And I, you know, the harsh reality was that I had never thrown the ball with my, my own dad. And um, I know. And the one time he came to a baseball game, unfortunately, he got into it with the umpire because he didn't didn't agree with the call. And oh. he was he was escorted away. And, and I'm thinking, oh, wow. You know, and so, um, oh, no. you know, and I remember having a friend who put his hand on my back and he says, you know, hey, Des, you're not the only one. You know, I'm glad this is why I'm glad my dad doesn't come to games. And and then here it is, fast forward as an adult, you know, every kid has their parents at the games and including myself and my wife. And, and so um, su such just, a, you know, polar opposites of my experience. And but um, I was very thankful. Um, I was cut from three school teams. <laughs> um, one was my elementary basketball team, my middle school basketball team. I mean, I was the next Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> and um and they but, cut but you? No, one else, no, el no one else thought I was I only myself and uh, <laughs> and and so then I was also cut for my middle school cross-country team which I mean I just the trials went I mean just all downhill um so I had to run cross-country in high school well I had to play basketball I had to play football or um, run cross country in, in order to try out for the basketball team. And so I was about 120 um, in terms of my weight. So I wasn't going out for anyone's football team. Um, and so I went out for the cross country team and, you know, I, I just remember the tryouts. I mean, it was, it was, it was very arduous. Um, it was one of the most challenging things I had ever endured. Um, but somehow I made it through it, and it became one of the most rewarding experiences for me. Um, not only that, the, the coach really promoted family. He promoted a brotherhood. Um, and so 
um, my, my track teammates um, quickly became, you know, my, my brothers, um, where we had this strong brotherhood. And then my high school coach um, actually became a father figure for me. And so when you just put all of that, ravel all of that together, I mean, it became an experience of a lifetime. And, you know, to this day, I'm just so thankful that somehow I agreed to go out for the cross country um, practice. And I just did not know that that was gonna change the trajectory of my life um, forever. Wow, uh, isn't it wonderful when you have teachers or coaches that just come alongside of you and just yeah. really help you? Because I have yeah, one of yeah. those teachers yeah. I can think yeah. of right now too. And yeah. man, they yeah. just make yeah. such a difference in our lives. And like you and, said, and, change yeah. your trajectory. Yeah. And Donna, I mean, going. yeah, and Donna, I just have to say, just in believing you more than you believe in yourself. And yeah. You know, and I always sure. tell someone getting a strong mentor I and mean, having someone who can have the vision for, for you sometimes. Um, and it, there became things that where my high school coach started to pour into me that I would have never even, even fathomed. And, you know, then I fast forward four years later and I get a track and field scholarship to a division one school, Howard University. Um, here in Washington, D.C. Yeah, I never end up leaving. And I, um, and I had some rocky times. I talk about that in Running Against the Odds um, because I wasn't fully prepared um, for the rigor um, of Howard University. But, um, but somehow I made it through. I graduated with honors after some tough times. I became the captain of the, uh, of the track and cross country team. And then I was also the MVP my last year. And and it wasn't because of talent. It was because of my commitment and work ethic and discipline. Just those things that I learned from my high school track coach. And, and, and again, I'm very thankful that I went out for that cross-country practice. I bet you are. I bet you are. You know, I mean, here you're having this situation at home, but you have this coach that kind of steps in and says, hey, let me guide you and lead you yes. as like a father figure would. And oh, I just, I can't even tell you how much that touches me because it's so special. And, you know, so those of you that are teachers or coaches that are doing yes. these things, we just commend you and thank you because yes. our kids need that these days. I mean, they really need good coaches and, and good um, teachers. So, so now I know that you kind of went on to become a speaker and, and a coach for other youth. Uh, you're coaching um, multiple of sports now for the youth. So tell us a little bit about kind of what you're doing for these yeah. youth. Yeah. So um, a, a couple of things. Um, and, and all of this uh, has connective tissue where I'm a teacher. Um, I also coach um, uh, track and field and cross country where I'm a director and head coach um, for a high school program. But uh, my wife and I started um, a sports camp about eight and a half years ago called Kids Elite Sports. Uh, we felt like kids were um, a few things. The kids were mainly starting to specialize way too early um, under the age of 12 in our area. And we thought that it was super intense um, and that a lot of our young kids were missing the value of what sports could actually do for them in their lives and develop the life lessons. And so we started off with 10 campers about eight years ago 
Now, Donna, we hired 25 counselors. <laughs> and so the, the first week did not go accordingly to plan. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but you know, this model, uh, Kids Elite Sports, um, it, it, it really held um, to where we thought sports should be. And then our community rallied behind us and the kids rallied behind this idea of learning life lessons through sports and playing multiple sports that can transfer over to your primary sport later on in life. Um, and so now we um, have a summer camp with, with four sites and we service over 1000 kids in the DMV area. And we were actually just noted as the Washington parent um, uh, camp of the year for sports instruction. So we're- I love this, I love this. And, and I have a lot of friends and a lot of um, people that I know that are, their kids are so into sports and, and you know, it, yeah, you want them to learn the skills, but you want them to learn the life skills. Like you said, the life yeah. lessons that yeah. that's what's important because they're going to take that and, you know, be able to develop who they really are. So I yes. really love that you're doing this. So tell me, you said there were four areas that you're doing this? So yes, there are four sites. So we four operate, sites. so yeah, so we, we expanded from one site with 10 kids to multiple sites uh, of four with- are um, these all in DC? Um, all in DC right now, but okay. we're hoping to, um, uh, we're moving in the direction where, where we're gonna franchise and. And I would love to help develop um, additional entrepreneurs and um, especially in the educational field. I mean, I think some of our most talented um, 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 potential business leaders are teachers and coaches. Um, I mean, they just are staples in the community and, and because they're so engulfed in the community, it, a lot of times they're not looking at, you know, their true value as a potential business owner or entrepreneur. And so, uh, we're, we're really hoping to expand this to um, additional teachers and coaches outside of the Washington, D.C. area. I, I think it's definitely possible. And if you're doing that great of a job and they've already said you're one of the top camps in the area, I think that yes. you're well on your way. So congratulations for you. Oh, thank you. So thank if somebody would want to actually use you as a coach or to kind of send their kids to this camp, um, where would they be able to find the information for that? I know you have a website. Yeah, there, there's a couple of websites that we have. We have kidseletesports.com. Um, that's K-I-D-S elitesports.com. And then I also have a personal website that attaches to that um, website as well, which is coachdesdunham.com. And, okay. you know, we I would love to, you know, have your kids come out. Um, if they're in DC, that's great. But if you want to just come out and visit and drop them off and, and view some of the museums um, while they're, you know, um, engaged in our daily camp, um, I mean, that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, you, you, would, you would pick them up. They'll be good and tired too, because there's a fitness component to all the sports that we do. Our kids are taking about 14,000 or more steps in a five-hour period. So, up there. If, wow. they stay, if they stay longer, they're taking a lot more steps than that. So, um, I mean, we, again, we, I mean, the kids are super engaged. I mean, and the great thing about it is we, we meet the kid where they are um, from an elite level kid um, that has, you know, just uh, mounds of experience to a kid who 
have not played sports before. And I mean, we just think that sports should be for everyone. Success in sports should be for everyone. It's all about you against yourself. And um, your, your competitors are merely there to push you to be a better person and to really dig down deep with that internal fortitude um, and, and to push yourself to your, to your, you know, to your ability. Yeah. Wow. I really love that. Um, and, and, you know, helping these kids, what a rewarding uh, job to be able to do as well. You're helping not only the community, but you're helping these kids that are going to be the, you know, lifeline of this country. So I just think that's wonderful. And I, I commend you for what you're doing. And I can just tell much. by <laughs> talking to you that you're an amazing coach. So well, thank you so I, much. <laughs> I always ask, and I didn't give you a heads up. So I apologize ahead of time, but I usually ask a question that, um, and I only ask one specific thing about uh, what is one thing that you can say made the biggest shift for you as you were transitioning from being you know a kid that had a speech impediment and and then had some challenges at home and some other things being able to get past that to um you know going out for sports and i mean you had to be the one to actually make that challenge or you know to that step to actually start the sports so how Correct, did yeah. you do that? Was there something that, you know, if somebody has a child that's dealing with some of these things, what could they do? You know, I, I think that it's really important that everyone finds uh, their outlet in some form or fashion. Um, you know, I would love for it to always be sports related because any type of exercise, if it's done on a consistent basis, I mean, you get the endorphins, you get the serotonin, you get all those great hormones that really adds to um, you know, co combating depression, combating anxiety, and it just gives you a boost of energy. And so I think that was always uh, one of the benefits that I had was because I was an active kid that, um, that I was always chasing you know, ways to play sports and to stay active. And cross country so happened to be, I mean, it was the least in, you know, interesting sport out of all of the things I've ever done. Um, but it ended up becoming the most rewarding. And so I always say, try multiple things, one. Um, even if you um, don't think it's going to be something that um, of interest, you gotta try it once. Um, and finding that outlet that's really going to be something that you can do consistently, that can make you feel good. Um, because there's other ways of, again, secreting those you know, hormones, the serotonin. I mean, there are things, you know, cooking to yoga to, um, you know, hiking. Um, it, you have to just be willing to try multiple things. And, and I think what's really critical is putting yourself around the right people. Um, you know, we, we both know, you know, especially okay. as massage therapists, um, that energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It can only be transferred. Okay. And you want to be careful with um, those people that you have in your circle. Or you want to make sure that you have people in your corner that's going to, um, to, 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 that's going to be motivating to you on a daily basis. Um, and so, you know, we, we don't try to choose my kids' friends, but 
sometimes we're not available for that play date um, <laughs> with, with, with certain kids. And um, but I mean, you have to be careful with um, you know your 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 children's circle. You have to be careful with the programs that you put them into. Is, is this a program because they're winning um, that makes this a great coach, or is it because um, that coach actually cares and there's going to be some some uh, development um, in terms of you know, those life lessons. And, and that's really hard because if you have a competitive spirit, somehow that coach that's winning, but he's yelling, he really doesn't care as much. And I mean, you know, and they, they're teaching your kids results over effort. Um, and it's the effort that's going to help them to develop, um, to be a wholesome, you know, individual. It's going to teach them to have that more grit and determination the, the right way. So, um, I think it's super careful with the circles that we put our kids in um, and that we even put ourselves in as adults. We have to audit our circles at times, too, um, to make sure that we, we have the right people around us as well. Um, you know, so. So true. It's so yeah. true. I mean, even as adults, we still have to do that for sure. 100%. And we want to surround ourselves with good people. So having an outlet and having a multiple things that you kind of are um kind of do so that you can find out what you really like I, I really like that because you know how are you going to know which sport or or not even a sport maybe just like you said an activity like hiking or yoga or some of those things how are you going to know if you're not trying them so right. being able to just try multiple things so thank you that's perfect I really love that answer and I think that through that they can find who they are and what they really like yes and, and just to add one more thing, um, I, and I also feel like we really um, have to allow our kids to fail. We also have to allow ourselves to fail. Um, that, I mean, we, uh, I think it's important that we're challenging ourselves and that we're taking risk. Um, one of the stories that I share in Running Against the Odds is the time where I really thought that I was going to sit in these big chairs, which the top 10 finishers um, of, of the Lafayette Jeff Invitational cross-country meet. Um, if you're in the top 10, you sit in these big, illustrious chairs. And so, um, and I thought I had really prepared for this meet. And here it was, um, after the first mile, I found myself um, in around 10th place. And then the second mile, I found myself in about 60th place. <laughs> and then the third <laughs> mile, I was um, just, you know, barely able to finish the race. I finished 75th. And, and I'll never forget, I mean, it was one of the most lonely moments I had um, in my entire running career. What I had expected, I mean, didn't come close to the results of that meet. And I was dejected. And, and my coach had a straightforward talk with me and, and the next day, um, I found myself taking the ribbon, taping it to the next to my light switch, so that every day I turn, hit that light switch. That's the first thing I'm looking at, and it reminded me of the results that I received. And that's what really propelled me to work harder. It made me the days when I needed to get out and do. Uh, a two-a-day practice or push-ups or core work, it reminded me of that sickening feeling of, of failing. And so that ribbon alone, it, I mean, it was really the impetus of, I believe, that led me to becoming a scholarship-worthy um, runner. 
um, it, it, it really just woke me up and, and I had to make a decision. And we always are going to be, you know, challenged in our lives um, if we're going to fail and fall back or if we're going to fail and fail forward. And, and we, 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 we have to be willing to take those risks. We got to let our kids fail at times. Um, at times, you know, we don't want them to hurt themselves or, you know, or, or jeopardize their safety, but it's good. It's adversity is well, what's it's good. Yes, I will. I will agree with that 100 percent, even in business, you know, our failures actually propel us forward. Well, they should sometimes, uh, you know, some people it doesn't. It does, you know, detours them and they stop. But but it should propel you forward to want to say, OK, what have I learned from this? Because everyone in business, this is what I look at is, you know, oh, good. One more failure. So now I can move closer to my success. Because <laughs> <Yes>, uh... <laughs> that's okay. Because it happens. Every, everyone out there has failures. It's just, totally. yeah, you, you, totally you agree. go through yeah. them. You yeah. have to. So why not just get them over with and move forward? Just keep taking action. I really love that too. So um, Coach Des, thank you so much for being on the Partigrad today. I just really appreciate it. It was really fun to talk to you. You've got such a sweet spirit, and I know you're making a difference in those kids' lives. So thank you. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. We're happy to have you. This is Donna, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you.